Today's podcast is a presentation that I recently gave at Freedom X Fest in Spain. It focuses on high performance productivity and the science behind what is happening to our bodies and brains when we are in a more productive state of mind. It's a topic that I've been passionate about for many years and have recently expanded my knowledge thanks to the book Stealing Fire by Stephen Kotler and Jamie Wheel. It's an incredible and exciting presentation, you guys. I think you're going to like it. And without further ado, let's jump into the show. We stand today. The Business Method. With a shout The Business Method. The Business Method Podcast. The Business Method Podcast featuring Chris Reynolds. Entrepreneurs, systems, methods, tools, and tactics for location independence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Chris Reynolds, and welcome to the Business Method Podcast, a podcast featuring successful entrepreneurs and high-profile people dissecting their online and location-independent business models. We dissect the different methods, tools, and tactics of high-performance online entrepreneurs and high-caliber people in a series format. On our first series, we interviewed 100 entrepreneurs in 100 days that had built businesses creating $100,000 or more annually. On our second series, we are interviewing 100 entrepreneurs that have built location-independent businesses that generate a million dollars or more in annual revenue. There's a growing movement of people building these caliber of businesses, and we are getting behind the minds, the logic, and the science of what it takes to build businesses like this. On top of that, we also gather entrepreneurs at events and retreats around the world. This October, we are having our annual event in Thailand, Get Shit Done Live. It's 10 days of high-performance productivity, targeted collaboration, and rapid execution designed for entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done in a little amount of time. Some say it's like 10 months of work in 10 days. There's a magic that happens when brilliant minds come together to push one another towards productive execution. That is exactly what this retreat is about. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com. That is thebusinessmethod.com. Now, let's jump in today's show. The Business Method. Cool. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Welcome to church. <laughs> Sunday, right? You guys didn't know you were coming to church. Uh, last day of Freedom X official day. Did you guys have a good time? Sure? It didn't sound like it. You're still sleepy from last night. Did you guys have a good time? Yeah, cool. Um, so my name is Chris Reynolds. We're going to talk about high performance productivity and habits today. I'll introduce myself in a second, but first uh, we're going to get you guys fired up. So I want you all to stand up real quick. <clears throat> and uh, I'm going to say the words fire it up. And you guys are going to say the words, fired up. <laughs> then I'm going to say, ready to go. And you guys are going to say, ready to go. So what we're going to do is uh, when we do it, the goal is to make the people up on the second level by the houses uh, excited and give them some energy and make them think, oh, what's happened down here at this tent? Okay. Okay. Now, we've got to give it all the juice we can, okay? And the more we do, the better we'll feel, and the more exciting actually this presentation will be. It's the reason why I do it in front of all of my presentations. So, you ready? Yes. Okay. All right, uh, I need uh, four volunteers, four people that are willing to take a risk and at a risk adverse, and uh, four volunteers to come up on the stage. 
Please join, please join the beautiful people. We have two females and one male. Can we have another male? Emil? Yeah. Emil's default by it because he's a friend. Okay. <clears throat> We're going to play a little game, you guys. And first, let's get your name and where you're from. Anna, I'm from Spain, from the northern Spain, Asturias. Okay, nice to meet you. Irina from this world. From Earth. <laughs> Helmut from Vienna. From Vienna. Emil from the UK. Emil from the UK. Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. <clears throat> I'm going to ask them a, a yes or no question. They're not going to answer, okay? And we'll start this way and we'll go this way. You guys are going to answer for them based on the question and what you think from what you see up here, okay? So I'll, I'll ask the question. You guys try not to react as best as, as, best as possible. And then you guys, I say, I'll say, Arena? Anna. Anna. I'll say, is that Anna this? And you guys say yes or no. Make sense? Okay, cool. First question for Anna. Have you ever stolen from your parents? Yes. <laughs> no? Yes? Both? Have you ever stolen from your parents? Oh, wow. That's uh, good job. Give her a round of applause. Okay, same question. Has she ever stolen from her parents? Look at her eyes going back and forth here. Have you ever stolen from your parents? Guys, no. No, wow. Okay, next question for Ellen. Has he ever stolen from his parents? His girlfriend said no. <laughs> Have you ever stolen from your parents? No. Wow, awesome. Emil, what about Emil? Has he ever stolen from his parents? Uh, he has an innocent face though. Have you ever stolen from your parents? No. No. <laughs> Give these guys a round of applause. That's amazing. Don't leave yet. We have more questions. <clears throat> okay, next question. We'll start here. Okay, the question is, are you kinky? Audience, is she kinky? Yes. yes. Are you kinky? Is she kinky? Yes. A lot of yeses, noes. Are you kinky? All the time. Oh. <laughs> She's an aesthetic dance teacher. Of course she's kinky. Sure. Uh, are you kinky? Is he kinky? Yes? No? Girlfriend? <laughs> are you kinky? Uh, a little bit. A little bit? On and off, here and there. How? Oh, uh, you know. I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> no kiss and tell, right? But yeah, okay. Emil. Is Emil kinky? Yes? No? He's got a smile on his face? No, maybe. Are you kinky? Yes. Do you want to share how? Um. <laughs> nice to meet everyone. <laughs> Perhaps not today. Not today. So proper, British. One more. Is she kinky? Is Anna kinky? Yeah. Oh, she's got a smile. Are you kinky? Yes. Yes. Do you want to share how? <laughs> okay, we'll do uh, one more question in a rapid round. <clears throat> okay, question is, have you ever checked your phone during sex? Has he ever checked his phone during sex? No. <laughs> have you ever checked your phone during sex? Well, not that she knows. No. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I haven't. So, I haven't. Has Emil ever checked his phone during sex? 
You protect your phone during sex? It was important, right? Yeah! <laughs> uh, Anna, has she ever checked her phone during sex? No. 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 Oh. Is she? What do you think, audience? Has she ever checked her phone during sex? Guys, I didn't remember. <laughs> Don't remember. Okay, rapid round, and then we'll finish up with our amazing volunteers. Okay, you guys answer these questions now, uh, but answer them as fast as possible, okay? Don't think about it, just answer them, all right? Have you ever been naked in public? Yes. Is Obama a Muslim? Of course. <laughs> Not. <laughs> uh, what's your Google password? Okay, did you guys get that? Okay. And have you ever punched somebody in the face? Yes, mm, once. Why? You're so because sweet, you look so sweet. Yes, I know. But she tried to give me like this and... Wow. Yes. That's Spanish was, fire, right? Yes, a little yes. bit. I'm from the north and I... How old were you? Yeah, uh, 39. 39 <laughs> So this year, this year, right, is when you did it? Yeah, this year. This year? This year. Uh, okay. She, she deserved it? Mm, I think so. You think so? Have you for, forgiven her? Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay, cool. You guys give them a big round of applause. Okay, we're done. Yes. Okay, you guys, uh, today we're talking about high-performance productivity hacking. And um, let's see what we're starting off with. There we go. We went over our questions. Okay. Uh, this presentation starts off about uh, 10 years ago when I was on a ranch in Northern California. I was at a uh, seminar called Men Men's Leadership Seminar. And this ranch, ironically, but maybe not so ironically, was the same ranch where Landmark Forms started, uh, or the company that became Landmark Forms started 40 years ago. <clears throat> and, but it's a different company that I was interacting with. So a men's leadership seminar, our goal is to unite 100 men, make them more vulnerable and authentic, and uh, really tap into their subconscious and superconscious mind to become the men that uh, they want to be. And one of our goals, if you guys have ever seen Extreme Home Makeover, one of our goals is to do a project like that in 33 hours. So you have 100 men. Uh, now the difference is Extreme Home Makeover, they're skilled laborers. They're skilled at what they're doing and they have everything organized. The difference with us is we're not skilled. Some people may have some construction skills, but some people were coders or techie people or chefs or whatever. And um, we had 33 hours to uh, refurbish a house, to build two shelters and redo the electricity in a conference room that's probably almost this size, a little bit bigger. And uh, so we had no idea what, they were what we were doing. They said, tools are over there, gentlemen. Uh, 33 hours start now and go. And so, uh, as you can imagine, the first hour or two, everybody was really confused. People were trying to organize into little groups, create some, some management within the project. And uh, it was just a big cluster. So two or three hours, people just eventually, they started working, but it wasn't really intensely, you know, somebody was hammering some nails into some wood. Uh, we were trying to move stuff into the proper place, but uh, it, was, it was a big mess. And then the next eight hours, what happened is the uh, headbutting started to come out. So, you know, men with their egos uh, wanted to be the big chief 
and tell everybody else what to do. And sometimes people would argue. One guy says, I'm a construction manager. I know what I'm doing. Everybody else should do this. And, uh, but, they, but we all tried to get along as best as possible. So we worked a little bit, but still at a slow pace. If you, ever, if you guys have ever seen the road construction workers, especially in America, where it looks like they're really not doing anything but holding the stop sign, but, and it takes a while for the road construction to finish. Um, in many other countries, I think that's similar. So that's kind of the pace that we were working at. Now, it, it became evening time, and a lot of people were getting tired because we had worked all day, manual labor. And so a lot of people were like, oh, I need to sleep. I need to go you know, pass out and rest. Other people were like, no, get off your ass. You know, we need to work and finish this project. It's time. We have like 15 hours left. Let's go. Let's work, work, work. So we worked through the night, which you could imagine caused even more exhaustion. Some of you guys danced through the night last night. I woke up at 3 a.m. and the music was still pumping. Anybody up all night last night? Oh, we have a couple. Look at those. Wow. So, you know, exhaustion kicks in. Then the morning came and we had a check-in. And I think in the morning we had about eight hours left. And, okay, they said, okay, gentlemen, how much of the project have you completed? And everybody said, we've completed 60%, 65%. And they had a, a professional construction manager, manager there. And he goes, no, you've, you guys have really created about, or accomplished about 30%. So we're 30% 30 per, 30 through our project and we have eight hours left. So now it's like the, the high gears have to kick in. And what was amazing in those last eight hours, gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. In those last eight hours, what happened is ego started to get out of the way. And we started to work in this form of unity. And the, the closer we got to time, the more intense it got. So then it got down to four hours and, and we'd flow even a, at a greater state, and then two hours, and you would see like 70 year old men carrying like 400 pound wheel, uh, 400, or wheelbarrows with 400 pounds of dirt in it, running up the hill. And literally like two hours, like guys are throwing 50 pounds of shingles up onto the roof and there's a guy, it's, it's very dangerous, but they'd, they'd pick up these shingles and throw them up onto the roof and somebody would catch them and then somebody would have a nail gun and they'd smack, 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 uh, put all the, the shingles on the roof. And, and then one hour, and it was amazing, like within one hour to time, I got the, the chance to look up for a brief second, and I would see a hundred men working in a state of flow, many ways like a, a centipede walks with just all their legs going in flow without thinking, and they were finishing this project. And then I got back down and got to work. And then it was uh, 30 minutes and then 15 minutes and we got even more intense, 10 minutes, even more intense, five minutes. And then they count down from 60 seconds, 30 seconds. Everybody's running, people, people are throwing rocks. And it, it was, I, I can't even explain how intense it was. And then boom, time. And so when they cut us off, we noticed a couple things. Uh, everybody grew silent. And then we, we went to um, group up together and just decompress for a minute. We noticed the energy in our body would just whew, all of a sudden started to sink. And they explained it to us. What happened is we were in a state of giving. It was so intense that everything was effortless. And, and also that we were connected to, we were not connected to our conscious minds, uh, a bit to our subconscious minds, but what we were really connected to was the sub, uh, super conscious mind. After that, all of, our, all of us just got really exhausted and we had to sleep and relax and, and decompress from the event. But we completely finished the, the project. So over the past 10 years, since that time, I really have spent uh, a lot of time figuring out how to tap into those states of productivity. And we're going to talk about what happened on that ranch today, what exactly it was, 
and how all of you guys can create that form of productivity in your lives. So first, a brief intro. My name's Chris Reynolds. I'm the founder of the Business Method Podcast. We do series podcasts. I did 100 podcasts in 100 days with $100,000 entrepreneurs and higher. Right now we're doing a, just finishing a series of 100 podcasts with seven-figure location independent entrepreneurs. And yesterday we had a panel up here of some of the people that have been on the podcast. But it's a great show. I'm a high-performance coach for entrepreneurs and the founder of Get Shit Done Live Events. So we do events where we actually tap into this super conscious to get productivity done and scale businesses and scale and get really good results. A fun fact, I took a rodeo, no-name rodeo clown from 2,500 followers in Iowa to 200,000 200, followers and got him on a reality show in the United States. Location independent for seven years and a little obsessed with productivity. So there's a Greek word that means to stand outside of oneself and be filled with insight and inspiration. And Plato de defined it a little bit differently. He said, this is uh, experience is an altered state where our normal waking consciousness vanishes completely replaced by an intense euphoria and a powerful connection to a greater intelligence. And to me, that definition really defined what was happening on that ranch 10 years ago. Does anybody here not know what the Navy SEALs are? Okay, the Navy SEALs is the US military most elite fighting force. They literally spend around $5 million per soldier just to train them for two years before they even go into the missions. So the guys that take out uh, Osama bin Laden and those type of people, they're, they're Navy SEALs. All those American fighting movies that are out today are mostly about Navy SEALs. Um, Navy SEALs spend millions of dollars to figure out what we were doing up on that ranch so their people their soldiers can go in missions and without losing as many lives as possible complete the mission and then get out as fast as possible and using these methods that we're talk talking about today the navy seals went from learning languages in six months to six weeks and also google these methods that we're talking about google um, went from a $100 million company to a $40 billion company using these methods that we, we're going to talk about. The word is uh, newly, newly redefined. So it's an old word called ecstasis. And it hasn't been used in a long time. It's a Greek word. And the book Stealing Fire is, has redefined this word and talks about what ecstasis is. And it's basically what Plato described as the feeling of an altered state of mind when you are not inside yourself, your consciousness vanishes completely and you're connected to something bigger than yourself. And um, this is what we do. And what's actually happening is um, the front of our brains here, you guys have, let's say, they have a uh, prefrontal cortex. And this is where the self is created. The idea of you, the ego is created in this prefrontal cortex. And what happens in ecstasis is this uh, prefrontal cortex starts to diminish, not in a bad way, but just the idea of you starts to go away and other areas of your brain start to operate on higher levels. And it's, a, it's an efficient, efficiency exchange. So the energy that we use to create our conscious life, right, in this prefrontal cortex is diminished and that energy is connected to the other parts of our brain. So we go from a competition mode to a more creative mode. 
And we, that inner critic in ourselves, we all have that fear that comes up. That inner critic starts to slow down and not be as much present. What happens then is creativity goes up, egos go away, and the ability to take risk is not as fearful, and the ability to solve problems goes through the roof. So the higher cognitive functions are, are flowing through our brain, and what happens, just like I, I mentioned it at the ranch, we step into this timeless moment. We're very intense in the present. So dancing is a really good example. So if you're listening to music and time just flows, I'm sure you guys have all been out dancing and, and four hours go by and all of a sudden the sun comes up and you're like, what happened? We just got here a few hours ago. This is where anxiety dwells too in this prefrontal cortex. So if we can get out of that prefrontal cortex, more often anxiety and fear will go away. Performance goes to the roof, especially if you can connect your teams, your business, your goals with the people that you're working with. Performance as a group, one plus one equals three, goes just absolutely skyrockets. And what also happens is we have this flood of high performance chemicals, neurochemicals that are flowing through our body, which washes out cortisol, which is a negative chemical, and helps us uh, increase that productivity. So a dose of those healthy neurochemicals are andonamide, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphin. So that's actually what's happening through our bodies during ecstasis. And then we create this heightened sense, this heightened form of unity. Like Navy SEALs, when they go on a mission, uh, the 100 guys up in the ranch in Northern California. This is actually where uh, science defines most all spiritual and mystical experiences happen in ecstasis when these neurochemicals are flowing through our bodies, our brain waves change. It doesn't matter if you're doing ecstatic dancing or trans states or praying in a church or whatever it may be. All this, this bio, biologically, all the same thing is happening to all of, all of us. So if you guys look up here, this is really cool. <clears throat> so this is beta brain waves right here. And in beta brain waves is our normal waking conscious state. Right now, probably all of us are in beta state. When we clean the house, when we do our regular work, drive to wherever, um, go to the grocery store, we're in beta state of mind. This is also where anxiety and fear exist. What, what's happening in beta states, pay attention to this is that our brain waves are at 13 to 32 hertz per second, so cycles per second, okay? Now, when you start a light meditation or you're very relaxed and chilled, you go into an alpha state of mind. An alpha state of mind is where um, kind of health increases, you can tap into long-term uh, memory much better, creativity and visualization increases, and the, the hertz per second here, you guys, are eight to 13. So in beta state of mind, we're looking at 13 to 32, her, uh, alpha 8 to 30, 13. So our brain waves literally slow down. Now we get into theta state of mind, and theta state of mind is deep, deep meditation. It's vital for learning and memory, so, so retaining some deep memories from your youth. High creativity, flashes, insight, and spontaneity. A lot of medical miracles come in in like theta and delta state of mind. So uh, theta is four to eight hertz. So four to eight hertz for theta, uh, eight to 13 for alpha, and beta is 13 to 32. Now, delta, the hertz are 0.5 to four. So you can see the brain waves there. This is deep state and unconsciousness. So when, when, you're, when you're sleeping in REM, uh, rapid eye movement cycles, you're in a delta state of mind. Loss of body and physical relaxation 
and access to unconscious mind there. Now, this one's the most, this one here is the most exciting, I think. This is gamma state of mind. And if you can look at the brain waves that go in gamma state of mind, they're even more intense than beta state of mind. Now, gamma, beta, a gamma state of mind, that's 13 to, or 32 to 100 hertz per second. So what's happening here is, is what they call genius brain waves. Uh, it's a higher level of consciousness, hyper concentration and focused happens and self-awareness goes uh, is completely gone. So what happened to us up on the ranch is all these men, 100 men, were getting a state of unity at gamma state of mind. A lot of people say this is what happens in Burning Man, if anybody's been there, uh, and heightened sense and form of unity. And um, people are now recognizing this. The Navy, uh, Navy SEALs are studying this. Google is studying this to figure out how they can get their teams, how they, they can get themselves in this gamma state of mind so productivity absolutely goes through the roof. What's also cool in gamma state of mind is that any negative toxins and chemicals that are in our body are being flushed out by these positive neurochemicals. And so like if we go back, uh, beta state of mind is where fear, uh, the majority of fear and anxiety exists, right? In gamma state of mind, there's none of that. Uh, what also is cool is that any, any hierarchy is thrown out of the window. So in beta state of mind, you know, even soldiers or teams and anybody, they need uh, some form of hierarchy for communication and to get things done. In gamma state of mind, hierarchy is out the window because people just follow whatever leader is taking the step up at the moment because they know that the best interest is going to be served. So we're going to ask, we're going to do some workshops today and we're going to ask ourselves like what are some ways that we personally can get in this form of ecstasis and some simple ones that we've been doing all week really it's deep work, meditation and prayer, travel, yoga, exercise, flow state, dancing, chanting, singing, sex, laughter and comedy, music, personal development seminars and of course Freedom X Fest. <laughs> and uh, a little pitch for them and so we're going to start some workshops and what we're going to do throughout the workshops is figure out what uh, works for you guys to get you into states of ecstasis now of course ecstasis exists in alpha beta, uh, alpha theta uh, delta and gamma states okay so it's getting out of that inner self away from that fear and anxiety and um, we're going to see how you can create more of those positive neurochemicals in your body so you can be more productive before we jump into that, uh, I asked myself after I, I started to understand what ecstasis was, where else is this being studied? And I mentioned the uh, Navy SEALs and Google, and I want to talk more about their experiences here in a second. But uh, EDM concerts in 2014 sold half of the concert sales in the world. So half of the concert tickets that were sold in 2014 were strictly for EDM concerts. And that's equal to the size of Russia, South Korea, and Colombia. And um, it's because when you go to an EDM concert, I'm sure you guys all know, lights are flashing, music uh, is blaring, you get into a different state, and you're dancing all night long and having an amazing time. This is why the correct music is actually a superpower for us. And it can take us to a, a state of high performance and ecstasis much faster. Jason Silva is the founder of Shots of Awe, a popular YouTube channel. And he said, really, what I found in altered states was the freedom first to get away from himself, then to express himself. Then it showed him exactly what's possible. But what's most important is almost every successful person, person in the world, has a process where they get into a state of ecstasis. 
so the creativity juices flow and they get away from fear and anxiety so they can create whatever they need to. If you guys have read the book, Think and Grow Rich, you'll know that, that Napoleon Hill studied 500 of the most successful people of the time. Almost all of them had a way to get into a state of ecstasis. What gets me into ecstasis? Here uh, are some examples. Group singing, dancing, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, chaos. So chaos, uh, states of emergencies, meditation, prayer, travel. Travel's great. You know the excitement when we arrive in a new country and magic seems to happen, right? It's like uh, the universe is just collaborating for all these amazing things happening. What's really happening, you guys, you're just in this ecstatic state and you're connected on a much different level. And motorcycle adventure, spending time with like-minded friends, even a nice dinner, you guys. A nice dinner with some conversations. I'm sure we've been in many of those this week. And doing big, scary projects. So either launching a new product or a new business can actually get you in, into ecstasis. Doing what scares the hell out of you can force you into this ecstatic state. Um, I did a project in Peru. I wanted to build a farm for malnourished children in three months and raise a bunch of money and bring a team down there to start the work. And that scared the shit out of me. And every day I'm like, oh my God, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And that was forcing me into ecstasis. So we're gonna grab, a, everybody grab a partner. If, if you need three people, that's fine. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna talk about what gets you into ecstasis. When do you feel the most free? When do you feel connected to your higher self? And I'll give you guys about four, three, four minutes or so. So think about this and, and talk with your partner. And then even I would recommend you guys, after you finish talking with your partner, write it down on a piece of paper or in your phone and email it to yourself. So you know the, the things that make you feel the most free and get you into this ecstatic state. Any questions before we start? Please. So, what about drugs? so yeah, we'll talk about drugs later. <laughs> but now you just ask, uh, just ask yourself what gets you into ecstasis, okay? Good? Okay, uh, four or five minutes, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the presentation. Tomorrow we have the rest of the presentation and we'll dive further into the idea of ecstasis and how you can control the neurochemicals that are flowing through your body to make you more productive. If you like what you're hearing, go to iTunes and give us a five-star review. We would love you forever and we'll see you on the next episode. Hey listeners, thanks for joining us once again. We wanted to remind you about our high-performance productivity coaching and our annual Get Shit Done live retreat in Thailand. Both are designed for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs to get a lot of work done rapidly. And whether you need some personal coaching while working away at home or a retreat in Thailand where you can get out of your normal routine and surround yourself with other successful entrepreneurs, we have those options for you. Check out all the details at thebusinessmethod.com and we'll see you on the next podcast.